I get bored doing the same thing for too long. So I'm always down to try something new. I don't care if I look silly. I just don't care. I'm like, I just want to have fun, right? Like life is too short. I want to have fun. Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. I'm Lauren Francois, human design, mindset, and money expert. I'm a mom of two, entrepreneur for the past nine years, and six-figure earner. I help you, successful, ambitious women, create more success and wealth with more ease by using my unique approach to get you to think and operate in a way that's in full alignment with who you truly are and what you deeply desire. If you're ready to dig into, understand, and remove the blocks that have been holding you back from catapulting yourself forward, you're in the right place. Let's dig into today's episode. Hello, gorgeous ladies. As you are listening to this, it is Thanksgiving week here in the U.S., and so I thought it would be fun to do another behind-the-scenes real-life episode. Just keep it very chill, lighthearted, so pop. You already have those earphones in, but go ahead, go on a walk. Maybe you're listening to this driving. Maybe you're cleaning your house. Maybe you're putting up decorations, getting ready for Thanksgiving. I'm excited to connect with you and just share with you what's been going on here in my life. We've been, it's been about a month since we've done one of these behind the scenes episodes and I wanted to do one a month. So let's dive right in. I've got lots of things to share with you guys. So the first thing is, I don't know, like a month ago, I think, I did a new reset from a company called Chroma Wellness. And I found this reset on Instagram through an influencer or a woman. I found it through Kristen Cavallari. And I told you guys, I mentioned this in the previous BTS episode, and I said I had gotten it, but I was trying to figure out when I was going to do it, and I would let you know how it went once I did it. So I did it, I think it was the week before Halloween. Yes, the week before Halloween, I finally did this reset. So again, the company is called Chroma Wellness. I found this reset through Kristen Cavallari. I have her cookbooks now. I really enjoy following her. And she was talking about how it was a great reset. And it wasn't one that left you feeling super hungry or super deprived. And I just felt like my body needed a good cleanse. So I ordered this reset. And you guys, I will tell you that this is not a cheap reset. This is an investment. This reset is an investment in your health. But I was blown away, blown away by this thing. So again, it's five days and you are eating the things that they provide along with additional things that you're buying and adding in. But I felt so amazing by the third day. So I will say the second day I had a rather large headache and I think that was probably the caffeine withdrawal. So you don't fully eliminate caffeine because you do drink a matcha tea latte in the mornings and matcha tea does have a little bit of caffeine in it but I had been drinking more caffeine than that and so I had a really bad headache the second day but after that I was floored floored you guys at my energy levels I wasn't getting tired in the middle of the afternoon prior to that I had been drinking my pre-workout drink first thing in the morning, and I was doing like a hefty scoop, you know, like a mounding scoop, not like a level scoop. And then most days I was having another one in the middle to late afternoon. And I still was feeling tired. And so I completely eliminated that pre-workout during this week. And with this reset, my energy levels were sky high. I felt so energized, so lean, so light. 
I was never hungry. I couldn't believe how much you got to eat on this reset. I even had the kids trying some of the food and they loved it. And so I would highly, highly, highly recommend this. I love some of the products so much that I went onto their site and I bought them to continue using them and I've been sharing them with friends. So a couple of the products that I loved, which you can go and buy from their site. I don't get any sort of like commission for this. I'm just sharing something I love with you guys is the Beauty Matcha Latte. So this is just a powder and what I do is I heat up like eight to 10 ounces of either coconut milk or almond milk and then I put a scoop of this powder into that. I add in a little bit of pure honey, a little bit of vanilla, and I froth it up with my frother, and it is the most delicious matcha tea latte. I've been drinking that. I also have been drinking their spicy passion latte, which is so perfect for this time of year when the weather is colder it's winter it's cozy it on their website they say a sexy spicy hot chocolate you guys it is so good it is like a hot chocolate but it has these spices in it it has maca it has reishi it has goji it is absolutely delicious so I ordered that and then the other thing that I ordered is their product called omg cookie butter oh my gosh if you want a treat that is to die for that is filled with delicious ingredients superfoods and tastes amazing you have to try this stuff it is so 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 good I'm already on my second tub of it I'm getting it on subscription but I would highly recommend as a sweet treat another thing that I really loved but didn't order was their porridge it's called the Super Porridge, and I had it for breakfast every morning, and it was so, so, so yummy, and it kept me really full. So I put some berries in it, and it was just delicious. So if you're looking for a quick, easy breakfast, you could look into that. They also have these bone broths. They have a chicken bone broth. I think they have a beef bone broth, a veggie bone broth, and I would put chicken and roasted veggies in it and kelp noodles and that's what the kids tried and they loved it loved it so I was just blown away by this reset these products are so high quality they're so delicious they're so good for you and I would highly 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 recommend going and checking them out so I will link their site in the show notes along with the three products that I have been buying from them in the show notes for you so all you have to do is scroll down and click the link let's move on to book reviews I've been doing book reviews in every behind the scenes episode as I've gotten back into reading and I actually finished two books between our last behind the scenes episode and this behind the scenes episode and they both are by Colleen Hoover so my very first Colleen Hoover book I read probably towards the end of the summer, and it's called Verity. I know that many of you have read this book. It is crazy. This book is just absolutely nuts. It draws you in. I could not put it down. When I get into a book, I tend to read it really, really fast. And I know that those of you who have read it, highly highly recommend it I also highly recommend it so I really enjoyed that and I thought you know what I want to read a couple more of her books so I read it ends with us and it starts with us and they actually go in that order you should read it ends with us first and then read it starts with us and I really really enjoyed both of the books I thought it was really interesting that it ends with us was based on I think it was Colleen Hoover's mother's life experience. I could be wrong about that. But I know there was a real life aspect to that book. And then I thought it was really interesting when I finished reading It Starts With Us, when in the epilogue, I think it was, she talks about how she had never intended to write that book, but she had so many fans 
writing to her and asking her to write this book. And I love that that book was trading off between the two perspectives of the two main characters. So I'm not going to give it away, but I would highly, highly recommend both of those books. And now that I'm done with those, I am looking for another book. One of my friends recommended a book to me. So if you have any really good book recommendations, shoot them over to me on Instagram. I have really, really enjoyed at night after the kids go to bed reading instead of playing on my phone scrolling social media, being on my computer, or watching a show. I've really gotten into reading so much so that I actually am going to ask for a Kindle for Christmas from my husband. I was going back and forth about this, you guys. I had a Kindle at one point, but it was very early on when they were brand new and you couldn't read outside and that really bothered me. And I love, I love having an actual book. Like there's just something about holding a book in your hand. However, my bookshelf is getting very full. It is very full. It is completely full. I have no more room for books. I could get rid of books. I could definitely get rid of some books. But I figured it's probably just easier to get myself a Kindle. And I read It Starts With Us and It Ends With Us on my computer because I had been reading a book prior to that that was only on Kindle. And so I downloaded the Kindle app onto my computer and I read most of that book on my computer. And then I really just wanted to start a book right away immediately. I did not want to wait for it to come in the mail. And so I read those two Colleen Hoover books on the Kindle app on my computer and I didn't mind it. I actually really enjoyed it, but I don't like reading on my computer. Like I don't like having like that blue light in front of me at night when I'm trying to wind down. And so I'm caving and I'm going to ask my husband to get me a Kindle for Christmas. So if you have recommendations on the best Kindle to get, because there are multiple ones, please shoot me a DM on Instagram and let me know which one you have and why you like it. Because I love making decisions based on other people's opinions of things. Like I am totally the word of mouth and review person. I, if someone that I trust says they love something, I'm like, okay, good. Like I don't need to research. I'll just get that thing. I also like to read the reviews of products because I think that says a lot. And so that's how I make purchases. I don't like doing like a ton of research on my own when it comes to purchases, which is so funny because I'm a one, three profile in human design. And one, the one line is the researcher, but I just don't like researching this kind of stuff. So yes, I have been reading. I'm looking for some new books. I'm looking for recommendations on which Kindle to get. So shoot me DMs and let me know your recommendations. Okay, let's talk about, okay, we'll keep the trend going with kind of just filling you in on things that I've talked about in previous behind the scenes episodes or giving you an update. So a while back, I think it was August, I said that I wanted to train for a triathlon and I bought myself a road bike and I was getting back into running And I was doing that, and then it started to get colder out, and I was like, well, I don't really want to bike outside when it's cold, and I don't really want to run outside when it's cold, and you guys, I have a cycle. I have a mixed bike from Beachbody. Well, it's called Body now. I have a mixed bike that I could use. My husband also has a really nice treadmill, but there is just something within me that's like telling me like I don't want to do that right now, so... As it started getting colder out, I started doing more Pilates. And this kind of is linked to the injury, like the pain that I was having with my SI joint, which I still have. It's not nearly as bad as long as I don't lift heavy weights and I stretch a lot and I don't do a lot of pounding. So like, as I was thinking about that, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try Pilates. And I have fallen completely in love with Pilates Oh my goodness, if you want a workout that is so challenging, that strengthens every part of your body, that is slower moving, that really focuses on core strength and everything that you do, 
and that is easy on the joints. Pilates, 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 Pilates. I'm 38. I'm very cognizant of pounding on my joints these days. I did gymnastics for a long, long time, 14 years. I ran a lot in my 20s, half marathons, a marathon, and I just, my body, I want my body to feel really good as I get older. So for the last like year or so, I've really been prioritizing lower impact workouts. So I started doing more Pilates workouts on body and you guys, I'm just like obsessed. Oh my gosh, I'm so obsessed. And so as I was doing more and more Pilates workouts, I was noticing that my SI joint was not tightening up as much and was feeling a lot better, which has me hesitant to really train for a triathlon. The other thing I'm really not wanting to do is drive 30 minutes each way to go to a pool. So the closest pool that I could use is like 30 minutes from our house. And I just really don't want to drive 30 minutes each way at like twice a week to swim. That's going to take up like half my day. And so I'm rethinking the triathlon. Although I was talking to a girlfriend and she was like, we should do uh, a triathlon relay, like a group triathlon where there's three of us and each of us does a a portion of the triathlon. So like my friend who is a great swimmer would swim and then I would bike and then our other friend who likes to run would run. And I'm like, we should totally do that because I could, I could do the biking. I know I could do the biking. And so anyway, so I'm not sure that I'm going to do the full triathlon on my own at this point. I don't know. We shall see. But I have become completely obsessed with Pilates. And so all of the classes I've been doing are through body. They're at home. And I don't have a reformer. So they've been mat classes or using really light weights, like one or two or three pound weights and sliders to imitate like the reformer machine. And so I've been doing those and I hopped on Instagram one day and I was like, oh, I just wish there was a place in my small town in northern Wisconsin that did reformer classes. And lo and behold, one of my neighbors popped into my DMs and she was like, there is. <laughs> and I said, where? Like, you have to tell me about this. I've lived here for a very long time. I've lived here since 2013, so 10 years, and I didn't know about this place. Anyway, you guys, it is like five minutes from my house. The person who teaches these classes, I know, I have talked to one-on-one -on -one before, and somehow she just never mentioned to me that she did these classes. And no one else ever mentioned to me that there were these classes. And I know a lot of people now, like as I've started taking these classes, I've been floored to find out all the people that I know that have been taking these classes. But anyway, so I had my first class last week and then I did my second class today, the day that I'm recording this. And I'm committed to going at least once a week, maybe two times a week. But holy smokes, what a workout. I'm obsessed. Like I'm completely and utterly obsessed. I love this form of exercise so much. And so it got me thinking, one of my girlfriends, who also is a former client of mine, owns a few Legree's fitness studios out in the Boston area. So if you're listening to this and you live in the Boston area, you need to check out Higher Ground Fitness with my girl Darcy Krinsky. It is, it looks phenomenal. So Legree is similar to Pilates, not the same, but similar. And they have a reformer machine as well. Again, not the same as the Pilates reformer machine, but similar. And I've been seeing this ad online where you can buy a mini Legree reformer machine to put in your house. And then there's this platform where you can take online Legree classes. And so I've seriously been contemplating because, you know, I need another piece of fitness equipment. We already have this treadmill. We've got the mixed bike. I need this, you know, mini reformer, but I have seriously been contemplating getting myself this for Christmas. And I think that I might actually do it because I'm just loving 
loving, loving, loving this form of exercise so much. My body feels absolutely incredible. It looks incredible. I feel like I'm getting stronger and it just feels so good. So if you are looking for a form of exercise, I would definitely recommend trying out a Pilates reformer class and a Pilates mat class. Like mat classes are phenomenal as well. You are going to be blown away. You're going to be floored. But on the fitness front, I also just finished up doing five weeks of an adult ballet class. So if you guys know me, you know I love to try new things. It is the manifester in me. It is the Manny Jen in me, like the manifester in the Manny Jen in me. I'm multiple, multi-passionate. I like to try all these different things. It's part of my profile as well. I get bored doing the same thing for too long. So I'm always down to try something new. I don't care if I look silly. I just don't care. I'm like, I just want to have fun, right? Like life is too short. I want to have fun. And so the ballet studio, the dance studio that my daughter goes to is literally like right across the street from her house. And the woman who runs it decided to put on this adult ballet class for five weeks this fall. And I was like, sign me up. I have always wanted to do this. I did ballet when I was younger for a few years, really just to improve my fluidity, my gracefulness for gymnastics. But I was like, you know what? I want to give this a try. So I did the five weeks. It was so fun, you guys. And holy moly, do I have a new appreciation for ballerinas. So the way this class went is we would do 20 minutes of like basic foundational ballet at the beginning. Then we would do about 20 minutes of some sort of bar type workout. And then we would do 20 minutes of a different kind of dance each week. So I don't even remember what we did the first week. We learned some sort of dance. But then the second week, we learned like a lyrical dance. The third week, we did hip hop, which... I have something more to say about that, but holy moly, I was sweating my butt off doing hip hop. Then the fourth week we did ballet cardio. We actually learned a portion of Swan Lake, of like the Swan Lake dance with all this like jumping and I sweat more doing that than I did doing hip hop. And I was like, I knew ballerinas were really strong and really well conditioned, but I have a whole new appreciation for it after doing like one minute of this kind of dance. And then the last class we had last week, we did jazz, like Rockette style, doing like a kick line, and we had so much fun. So they just announced that they're doing an adult hip hop class at the beginning of December. And so I signed myself up for that. Hip hop is not my forte. I feel like sometimes my body just does not want to move in those ways. <laughs> but I try and I have fun and I know it's going to be a good time. Some of my girlfriends also signed up for it. So your girl here is doing an adult hip hop class and I will report back on how this went. But just to, again, another reminder to not be scared to step outside your comfort zone, to not be scared to try new things, to look silly. Like who cares, you guys? Who cares? It could be something that you end up really enjoying or falling in love with. And it could just add so much like joy and zest to your life. So speaking of girlfriends and doing these dance classes with a couple of my girlfriends, I have been diving much deeper into my human design. And within my human design, my conscious sun, which makes up 70% of your personality, is all about relationships and intimacy within relationships and vulnerability and going really deep with people. And I had been noticing that I had been craving that within my female friendships. I just felt like I didn't have those female friendships that like were really, really deep. And there have been points in my life where I've had those and I've loved that feeling. In high school, I had a really, really great core group of female friends. And in my early 20s, when I lived in LA, I had like a great, great group of female friends. And then I don't know, like when I moved up here, I had a good group of friends. 
but then we moved. I had kids. I had kids before those friends had kids. And we just kind of grew apart. And then I just felt like I hadn't really like found those ladies. But I recommitted to making this a priority when my kids went back to school. And so I was like, you know what? I want to do at least like a monthly girls night. And so I took the bull by the horns and I planned a girls night in September when my husband was out hunting in Alaska for a really long time. (laughs) And I never mentioned that he was gone because he was gone for a long time. And I don't like to uh, post that stuff on social media just because we live in a crazy world these days. But I planned this girls night and I hired a private chef, you guys, to cook us dinner. And we sat out on our deck. It was the most beautiful night. There was nine of us. We had this the most amazing dinner. We drank way too much. Like I haven't drank that much probably since my early 20s. It was kind of bad the next day. But we had so much fun. And everyone had such a good time that they were like, we need to do this monthly. So then we just had our second monthly girls night like a week and a half ago. And it was such a good time. We did this fun charcuterie board themed party where each of us chose a theme for our charcuterie board and we each brought a charcuterie board. So like my theme was fruits and nuts. One of my friends did nachos. One did like cheeses and crackers. One did a salad. One did a dessert board. One did a combo of like sweet and salty. It was just, it was such a blast. It was so fun. And then last week I was like, you know what? I really just want to get to know some of these women better or like reconnect with some of my girlfriends that we just haven't gotten a chance to sit down just the two of us. So I went and had coffee with one of my girlfriends and we sat there for almost two hours. It was crazy. And then I invited another girlfriend over for a matcha latte the next day. And we just got a chance to catch up. And I realized that I really want to prioritize this in my life moving forward. Because as my kids get older, it gets harder to connect. You have to really make it a priority because especially if your kids are not in the same activities. My friend and I were just talking about this because I was like, I feel like we never see each other anymore. And it's because our kids aren't in the same activities. And we each have activities like four or five nights a week, but they're all different activities. And because of our schedule, there's really only Saturday nights are really the only nights we could like Saturdays and Sundays are really the only days and nights we can get together with friends, which is just, you know, you have to have that one-on-one time with your family as well. So it's just, it gets hard. We were just talking about how it feels good to sit and prioritize that kind of connection and make those relationships a bigger priority. And I have just felt so fulfilled and so much happier doing this. And I think it is because it is such a huge part of my human design, but I just want to encourage you guys to prioritize time with girlfriends, prioritize time for yourself to just do something that brings you joy outside of your work or being a mom. And I know if you have little, little ones, that can be really challenging I know I actually felt like I connected with certain friends better when the kids were really little because you just didn't have as many activities and we could do play dates and stuff. But I worked for myself at that point. I didn't have like a corporate career. And so I was able to do that during the week. I can't even imagine if you have a corporate career or you're working for someone else and you don't have that flexibility. But I just see so many moms who do not prioritize taking time out for themselves to do things that bring them joy outside of being a mom. And oftentimes I hear the excuse that, well, my husband, you know, my husband can't watch the kids or my husband isn't patient with the kids or he's never been alone with the kids. Ladies, 
Ladies, I have a very strong opinion on this. Your husband needs to step up to the plate. And you need to ask him to do that. You need to ask him to do that. So many women are like, oh, well, you know, their, their husbands go off and do all these things. You know, they go on nights out with their guy friends. They go on trips. They go hunting. They go, they're off, you know, helping other people all the time. And then when mom asks if she can do one thing and they put up a big stink about it, like, what am I supposed to do? It's like you're supposed to watch your children. And I just think it's so funny that oftentimes they revert to like, well, I'm just not as good with the kids or the kids aren't as good with me or they cry for me or I'm not as patient. But like we don't get that choice as moms for the most part. Like if we're not a patient mom, it's not like most moms are like, well, I'm just not that patient. So like you have to watch the kids. No, we figure it out. So men figure it out. And ladies, Ask your man to do that. Like the only way they get better at doing it is by doing it. And yet when they put up a stink about doing it, oftentimes women are like, okay, fine. Like it's fine. It's no big deal. I'll just watch them. Like you keep going doing your thing, but I'll just, I'll just watch them. And it just like, it drives me insane. It drives me insane. The double standard And ladies, oftentimes we bring it upon ourselves because we allow it. It's time to hold your men to a higher standard and to demand more out of them, honestly. And that's what I did when my kids were really little. And it turned into such a great thing. But there has to be, it has to be a give and a take, right? Like it has to be a give and take within your relationship. There has to be a mutual respect, my husband goes on two and a half long, two and a half week long hunting trips sometimes, which is fine. You know, when my daughter was a month old, my husband went on a 10 day hunting trip, which I agreed to. But after that, I started to say to him, you know, I don't get to do those things. Like I, I'm glad that you get to do those things, but I don't get to do those things. I don't get to take a 10 day trip. I don't get to do this. I don't get to do that. And after a while of saying it to him, he was like, you're right. You don't, but you should. Like, you really should go do that. And so I started taking him up on it. And it was so good for our relationship, too, because then when I would come back, he was so appreciative of everything I did with the kids because he saw how hard it is. He experienced how hard it is. And so I felt like all around, it was just such a good thing for myself, for him, for our relationship. And so I want to encourage you guys to have those tough conversations with your significant other, to be able to take some time for yourself, especially if you have little, little ones, to be able to go and do something that brings you joy and passion. And if they put up a stink about it, push back, ladies, push back because you deserve to have some time to yourself because Lord knows A lot of our men get time to themselves as well. Okay? So that's what I have to say about that. So that's the girls' night. I mentioned that I've been diving deeper into my human design. And I wanted to let you guys know that I'm actually getting a human design reading for my chart. And the reason I wanted to mention this is because once we become really knowledgeable in a specific topic and we feel like we are an expert in that topic. It can be hard to ask someone else to give us their insight or their advice on that topic with regards to our life. So for human design, for example, I do human design chart readings for other people. I would consider myself to be an expert in human design these days. And so most people would think like, why do you need someone else to read your chart? Well, that it's because sometimes you are so close to something that you just can't see the full picture because you're too close to it. So you need someone else to come in who maybe has even more knowledge than you or has been doing it longer than you or has a different perspective than you, comes at it from a different angle than you 
to help you see something within your self within your specific area. So for me, it's human design. And I was like, you know what, like I can read other people's charts so well, but I really like there's this specific part of my chart. And it's a really, it's a much deeper part than just like the basic human design. And I was like, I want the girl who I took the certification from to read my chart in this area. Like I want to see what she has to say about my chart in this with regards to these specific things. Another example would be like health and fitness. So I know sometimes when we're like health and fitness experts and we have all these certifications in health and fitness or nutrition, we feel like, but we ourselves are struggling. We feel like, but I should be able to fix this. Like I'm so knowledgeable. I should be able to figure out what's not working. I should be able to figure out what's going wrong. The same thing can be happening in business. Like if you're a business coach, but you're struggling in a certain area of your business, you may feel a little bit of shame around the fact that like you're even struggling in that area because you can help other people in that area, but you yourself cannot help yourself in that area. And this is where it can be so beneficial to hire someone else who is also an expert in that area to come in and give their take, to look at it and give their opinion, their perspective, to see what they see. I just think it's so beneficial. And that's why business coaches hire business coaches. That's why as a human design coach, I'm hiring another human design coach to read my chart. That's why CEOs have coaches. That's why people who are great at a certain sport have coaches. Even though they know so much, we all have our blind spots. And oftentimes we need someone else to come in and show us the way, right? Show us the way through. Tell us what we're doing wrong or where we can make some adjustments. Help us better understand what we're not seeing or understanding. So I'm really, really excited to have this person read my chart for me. And I will be sure to let you guys know how that turns out and what I learn about myself with regards to these specific areas within my human design. Okay, final two things. I just wanted to give you guys an update on my cooking. I mentioned this in previous behind the scenes episodes, but I have been diving into cooking. I have all three of Kristen Cavallari's cookbooks now. Truly Simple, True Roots, and True Comfort. I have been cooking out of true comfort for the last, I would say, wow, almost two months now. And I am so proud of myself. These recipes are so good. They are healthy. They're not too complicated and they are going to blow you away. I made a recipe last night called red wine braised short ribs with brown butter asparagus. And my husband said it was the best meal that I've ever cooked. He said it was better than any restaurant up here, which like the restaurants up here, it's not like living in a big city and going to a phenomenal restaurant. But I was like, this is so good. And the fact that the meals have been so good makes me want to cook more. Like when I make a really good meal, the pride that I feel about that and then getting to sit down and eat that, I'm like, oh my gosh, it makes me want to cook even more and try more new recipes. So I've been only cooking out of truly comfort or true comfort. I am making a recipe tonight out of truly simple and I'm really excited about it. So if you've been following me on Instagram and you've been seeing me cook all of these things, which I've been sharing a lot of just because I'm having so much fun doing it and I never in a million bajillion years thought that I would enjoy cooking, but here we are. You never know what's going to happen. But if you've been following me on Instagram and you've been seeing what I've been cooking, I've been getting a lot of questions. Can you send me the recipe? What is this? It's out of true comfort. Go buy the book. Like, go buy the book. I'm not going to do Kristen Cavallari a disservice here and just, like, share all the recipes. Go buy yourself the book. I would highly recommend True Comfort and Truly Simple. I haven't cooked out of True Roots yet, 
but truly simple is like week weekday weekday meals. So they're simple, right? They're like quick and simple. And I have just like I'm like I just want to cook more and more and more and I'm so excited. Today I'm going to make I think it's an espresso mascarpone for this banana bread that I've been making every week from her cookbook that Brady is t- completely obsessed with. Brady is loving this by the way. He is like I am all for this because I've been cooking for him and I've been making him and then he can take like leftovers for lunch and I've been making things he can take for breakfast and snacks and he is like you can just like stay home and cook like that would be if that's what you want to do that would be great (laughs) so that is my cooking update I will continue to share this on Instagram because I'm just having so much fun with it But the last thing I wanted to talk about is my kids because I had such a great conversation about this with my friend last week when we sat down to catch up. I told her, my kids have been fighting a lot more recently. So my kids are six and a half and five. My son Mason is six and a half. My daughter Avery is five. They're in first grade and pre-kindergarten. And... They have just been driving me nuts, honestly, with the amount of fighting they had been doing. It was like they were just nitpicking at each other, right? Like you guys know what I'm talking about if you're mom. Like they were just doing things to intentionally annoy each other all the time. And then they didn't want to share with each other or like they could be playing with something completely different. And then the other one goes and picks up one of their toys that they weren't playing with, by the way. And they'd be like, I want to play with that. And it's like, you weren't even like aware that that thing was there until she went and picked it up. And so they were, I was like, I, like you guys are driving me nuts. And I told them, I'm like, what if you had to listen to me and dad argue all the time? Like, would you enjoy that? And they're like, no. And my husband and I rarely argue. We have such a great relationship. We rarely, rarely argue. But I'm like, what if daddy and I argued all the time? And that's what you listen to. And they were like, that would be horrible. I'm like, that's what I get to listen to with you two. Like, all you're doing is arguing. And they can be the best of friends or they can be the worst of enemies. And right now, they've been trending more towards the worst of enemies. And I was like, I don't even know what to do. And it's so funny because I was telling my girlfriend about this. Like, there are instances, too, where my, my son does this more than my daughter. But my daughter will be doing something. And she'll do it either the first time she does it just to be funny or she does it because she knows it's going to annoy him. But it's not like anything bad. So for example, she'll like pretend she's sleeping and she'll snort or snore. And yeah, is it kind of annoying? Yeah, but like it's not hurting anybody. But she'll do this and then my son will sit there and say, Avery, stop. Avery, stop. And he'll say, Avery, stop like 20 times in one minute which to me is actually more annoying than her actually doing the thing. And so we've been having, I've been having this conversation where I'm like, Mason, I understand that like, it's not the most pleasant thing she's doing, but she's not hurting you. So if you don't like it, get up and remove yourself from the situation, like get up and move. And he'll be like, but she should have to stop. And so I actually told him, I've told him this a couple times, like, The world doesn't revolve around you. Like, we don't all live on this planet to make sure you're happy. And we shouldn't all have to change our behavior if you don't like something that we're doing simply because you don't like it. Like, that's not how this works. Like, you have to get up and remove yourself from the situation. And so I'm, like, trying to explain this to him. And I was, like, telling him this. And then I was, like, and Avery, the thing you're doing is annoying. So stop. And my girlfriend and I were just laughing about this because she was, like, oh, my God. My daughter and my son have been doing the same thing. It's, like, they're doing something that's annoying, but it's not hurting the other person. And you want to teach your child that, like, everyone doesn't have to change their behavior to make that, to make them happy. But also, like, the thing that the other one is doing is kind of annoying. So we were just, like, cracking up about this. But anyway, I was like, oh, my gosh, you guys are going to, like, I, like, can can we just be kind to each other? I felt like I was yelling a lot because they just were not being nice to each other. So it worked out really well that my son then was leaving to go on a Disney cruise with his grandma. So his grandma booked this Disney cruise 
for just him and her to go on and she's going to take Avery next year when she's six and the two of them are going to go on the Disney cruise but I was like this is actually perfect timing because you guys just need some space from each other you guys have been at each other's throats and this will be like a good separation and I honestly did not I I didn't think my son would miss my daughter his sister and because he was the one going on the cruise so like of course he's gonna be having the time of his life I didn't really think that my daughter would miss him I didn't think she would really miss her brother because they had just been fighting so much but the night he left she bawled she cried so hard and she was like I just miss my brother I just miss Mason and I was like are you for real (laughs) I said I'm actually really surprised that you're crying because I wasn't even sure if you loved him anymore. Like, you guys have been so mean to each other. And the entire time he was gone, she missed him so much. And I was like, Avery, this is what it would be like if you didn't have a brother. And she was like, that would be the worst. I would be so sad if I didn't have my brother. And I was like, well, you you haven't enjoyed just like being with just me and dad and she was like well yeah but I just miss him so much and I can honestly say my husband and I missed him we missed him a lot but it was really nice to have a break from the fighting and to just have one child and be able to do kind of whatever she wanted to do there was very little like raising our voices or yelling there was very there it was such a nice reprieve and so he got home late last night and she was like I'm so excited for him to be home I can't wait to wake up in the morning and have him here and I just told her remember remember how much you missed him let's like not intentionally fight let's not intentionally try to make each other mad because you remember how much you missed him when he was gone so let's make sure we're like kind to each other and I was just like, I was just floored. I honestly was floored that she missed him that much. And they are close in age. They're only 19 months apart. So they're they're very close in age. They are interested in a lot of the same things. They play with each other. It's like having a built-in best friend, right? And so I don't think they've ever been apart for that long either, now that I think about it. Yeah, I don't think they've ever been apart for that long. So it was just really, really interesting to me to see how much she missed him. He said he missed her, but I don't think he missed her nearly as much just because he was off doing the super duper fun thing and she was home with mom and dad. But I just wanted to share that because I know you guys are in the thick of motherhood as well and maybe you're going through something similar. So I want you to know that you are not alone and I'm over here in the trenches dealing with the sibling, the sibling, not sibling rivalry, but like the sibling fighting and figuring out how to all like coexist together in a wonderful manner. And I just told my girlfriend the last thing I was saying was like, I just, like, there are so many days where I'm like, I am totally failing at parenting. And I just want to say that because I know so many of you feel that way too. I'm like, there are so many days where I, like, it's a rough morning because they're fighting and they're at each other's throats. And then I get upset and, you know, on the way to school, we're having this, like, discussion, which is more like me having me talking to them in a very stern voice about you know how we treat each other and I just feel like lately it had been just day after day after day of like getting in the car and being like why do we have to start our days this way and I said I just feel like you know I'm like my kids are gonna need therapy like I just feel like there are so many days I feel like I'm totally messing this whole parenting thing up and like they're gonna be so messed up and they're just gonna need mounds of therapy to like fix the things that I have unintentionally said that get stored in their subconscious mind I'm sure it's because I understand how our minds work and how our minds create a reality and the subconscious and the power of the subconscious and so I'm like so cognizant of what I'm saying but then you get like in a moment where they're just driving you nuts and you say certain things and I'm like 
one thing that I that I say that I try not to say, but I do say sometimes is my son is really, really an emotional child. Like more emotional than any other child I know, honestly. He's so emotional. And is very challenging for me, especially because he's a boy. And I know there's a lot of conditioning there with like boys not supposed to be not boys are not supposed to be as emotional and like in previous generations growing up like men were not allowed to share their emotions and so there's a lot like there but like I allow my son to feel his emotions and share his emotions and we talk about his emotions a lot but he is just so emotional he's more emotional than me he's more emotional than our daughter like he is so emotional and there are times when I'm like, when I say, like, you're just being too emotional. And I'm like, oh, I feel like that, I'm like, oh, that feels like I'm like planting something that is going to have to be worked through. But he's also being like super duper emotional. And I don't know how to handle that sometimes. But anyway, so if you feel like you're failing certain days or you feel like you're totally messing your child up and they're going to need therapy because of the things that you say sometimes, I'm right there with you. Like, I'm just... I think we feel that way because we care so much, right? Like I just care so much about helping my children grow into the best versions of themselves and becoming, you know, self-sufficient, kind, respectful adults. And it's a heavy weight that we carry. And I think you can only feel that way if you do care so much. So just know that you feeling that way is probably a good thing. It shows that you care that it matters that you're trying and you're doing a great job, right? Like I'm giving myself a pep talk. I'm doing a great job. You're doing a great job. And there are going to be things that our children are just going to have to learn um, on their own. And maybe they'll have to go to therapy and talk some things out because of things we did as parents. But anywho, I am going to leave it at that. We are at 51 minutes. We've been talking for a while. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, I hope if you're in the U.S. that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving week, whatever that looks like for you. And I will talk to you at our next episode. See you later. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, had a breakthrough or an aha moment, be sure to share it with me through a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are what help the podcast reach more women who want to create more success and wealth with more ease. If you aren't already following me on social media, be sure to follow me at Lauren underscore Francois for more tips, wisdom, and behind the scenes content. And don't forget to check out the show notes for any links referenced and the current ways we can work together. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect in our next episode.